0: for showtime.
1: I know. Oh my goodness gracious. I am like trying to not cough right now and of course that's when you need to go live. Oh my gosh, hold on a second. Oh <laughs> uh-huh. my god, I'm going to mute myself. Welcome to my show. <laughs> 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 There's nothing more pleasurable than when your host starts gagging like right before you start, right? Yeah. I might have to, you know, I might just have you take over and I just sit back and just sit there my coffee go. in. Is that, You're is funny. that right? Oh my gosh, Tab. You know what, though? I would say if I did have to hand off the mantle, like you would be like the easiest person to hand it off to. I think you'd be perfect.
0: That's kind of you. Um, I'm not saying that because
1: I'm dying right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got a story about that. I sang in a band for a cover band for many years, and one of our male lead singers had anxiety issues with big crowds. So a couple times we did some shows and they were huge. He would oh, just no. run off with an anxiety attack and not come back. And oh. then they, the band would lean on me to sing all the songs. That's a lot of songs. I mean, we're talking three sets of 15 songs a piece. Got to have a good memory with all those lyrics.
1: Oh, well, I'm more concerned about you hitting the notes. Like, because <laughs> I'm assuming you'd be in different keys or whatever.
0: And like... I mean oh I, boy, yeah. I love I, I love that you sing. I did what I could and I, I loved the challenge and I would wing it. My theory was if I didn't know all the lyrics, as long as it rhymed and it was in time, nobody knew the difference.
1: <laughs> okay. Like between you and the fence post, I sing the wrong lyrics all the time at concerts, but it looks like I'm singing along, like I know it, it's all good. Yeah,
0: no one fun. judges.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of singing. Are you ready for the mic is listening? Yes, ma'am. I'm so excited to have you on, Deb. All right, let's do this, girl. Yes, right.
0: The mic is listening. 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 The mic is listening.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Mic Is Listening. I'm uh, just super excited today because I think I've asked this guest that's joined us like three months ago or two months ago to join us for The Mic Is Listening, and we're trying to coordinate schedules, and it's here. It's finally happening, and I cannot tell you how stoked I am for the one and only Deb Curtis, but before I introduce you to her, I do want to talk about something, and I said it uh, to the individual earlier. There is was a gentleman named uh, Mike Asherbrainer, who is part of this little crew that we've developed over time with Service Professional Network. So yet again, you should really pay me for this, Mike O'Connor. Ah. But give a Shout out. Mike Asherbrainer, he posted this, and it just fed into today's theme. And so I wanted to share it because, you know, when you have like that hive mind and everyone tends to think alike, before you know it, we're all going to like dress alike. It's going to be very creepy and very cult-like, but I think we'll all embrace it. But That being said, so shout out, Mike, and thank you for letting me share this, which is he found this post, a picture, and is talking about fear, F-E-A-R. It has two meanings, forget everything and run, or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. And I got to tell you, this really hit home for me because the topic that we have today is about starting your business, whether you're investing into an existing one or launching your own business, and you're looking at, you know... Financing and discussions around that. So Deb will tell me all about this because I know nothing and it's going to be a fun, fun conversation. But you guys, for those who are my corporate friends who are thinking about leaving, think about fear because I was the first, right? Forget everything and run, right? I stayed in corporate, was miserable, broke out into hives. Okay. And we all know this. And and then when I finally embraced the change and said, F this, I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Now I'm really stoked to say I do face everything and rise. Sometimes, maybe not after a couple of bottles, but anyway, it I do now, <laughs> and I'm really stoked for it. So, on that note, I do want to welcome a very special guest, Deb Curtis. Welcome, oops, wrong banner. Welcome to the mic is listening
0: tab. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be here. What what day is it today? Wednesday? Happy it's Wednesday. Happy Hump Day Wednesdays. I actually do this show
1: on purpose because I feel like, um, Quite frankly, it is a hump day, and if we can have some lively, fun banter, get to know someone as awesome as you, it's a win-win situation. So, thank you so much for joining and being our little cheerleader for the middle of the week.
0: All right, and thanks for having me, Sia. You are the spark of podcast, baby. I just love your <laughs> I love your energy. You're you're just taking off like crazy in 2022, and, and I'm gonna tell everybody. Get on our list because it took me a while to get there. She's pretty darn popular, Miss Sia.
1: <laughs> Oh, well, th- thank you. Hold on. Let my head get bigger. Hold on. Hold on. It's not swollen <laughs> so enough. No, you know what? Here's the thing. And I said this to everyone, right? Yes, I'm a podcast producer. Yes, I have my own podcast shows. But the biggest thing for me is to make sure that other people that are interested in doing podcasting You can do it. You can do it by yourself or you can offload it and, you know, work with a company like myself or there's tons of great agencies out there, but Mm -hmm. I'm a big advocate of creating your legacy, share your voice, share who you are. Because the bottom line is we can always Google Deb Curtis and know what, what you do, but we cannot Google your personality, your soul, your essence, the look at that freaking bow. Like, I just love that you do headbands. Like who does that? (laughs) I know. Who does that? So where did you, let me ask you, where did you mm -hmm. get the whole
0: headband look? I mean, have
1: you always had that? Because I just love that look.
0: Yeah. If you look back on my Facebook or, or any photos of me, I've been wearing headbands my whole life. (laughs) In fact, people don't know who I am if I don't have the headband in. So, and it's funny if I post something without a headband or do a video, I get comments, where's your headband? So um, it's my signature and, uh, it, it all started, um, by Rosie Riveter. She's yes. a icon from you got it, baby with that. That's me Woohoo! all day long and, um, power, power to the women. And, uh, I'm on a mission. I, I love to, I love to support, uh, business owners and Rosie is all about female entrepreneurs, baby, <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: I'm a huge advocate for just everyone doing what they need to do, want to do in life. But I have noticed ever since I crossed over from corporate, you know, shill to entrepreneur, how much the world is open to you first off. Like you just get really narrowly focused on things. And I didn't realize, again, as a corporate uh, employee, I'm a minority female. I was in tech, I was in sales. I was already a minority. I didn't realize how much it really it, how pervasive it is. Like, I tried to find female um, entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing a small series for fun, and I I was challenged. I'm not going to say that there aren't any. Yeah. There are, but that were comfortable to come forward. That were comfortable to say, I am a success. There is these like multi million dollar like businesses run by women, and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm not on the caliber of so and so, and I'm like, dude what are you talking about? And that's the crazy part, right? We just need to shine that light an example of you can have very diverse backgrounds and be core, incredibly successful. You can't compare yourself to Elon Musk is in my, right. I guess my vibe.
0: Yeah. I would love to see, see a more women. I mean, I help both men and women for uh, buying a business with financing, but women are multitaskers and damn good at being a business owner because we're moms, we, we multitask. So anyhow, that that's where this whole signature headband has come in. I just think it sends the message that women are powerful, but we love our men too, because we give them the honeydew lists, right? <laughs> that's funny. You should <laughs> mention that.
1: So, uh, I thought it was funny. Mike uh, O'Connor just said that you're punk, by the way. I just love it, which is totally cool because that's my vibe. I'm like, I, I wasn't a punk in the 80s, 90s. So, but mm-hmm. the funny honey do list, I got to mm-hmm. tell you, I think it's, I think it's, I would like to say this is a tribute to leadership and not laziness, which is I will delegate things that I just know I'm not competent at, right? So for mm-hmm. me to handle power tools, though I find it enjoyable, I'm completely incompetent. Like I, if if I can break a tool. I will, or break a project. I will. I'm incredibly um, consistent with it, but I try every single time. So I will, I will add honeydew lists on things that I'm not necessarily, you know, the most (laughs) competent with.
0: Yeah. What about you and your husband? Well um, I should let all of our viewers know, if you hear any banging or drilling, we we have um, contractors here in the house. Um, Honeydew lists hmm, let's talk about those honeydew lists. Sometimes stuff gets done quickly. Sometimes it takes forever. And uh, finally, after 15 years, we are replacing our fireplace uh, from an old gas box with a gas fireplace to natural. And the, the gas fireplace was old. And when we would put a fire on, all you would hear is, Poof! I'm like, what the hell is that? I, I don't want to listen to that shit. I want to hear it. crack, crack, snap, snap, smell my fire and relax. So I'm talking getting bids from, you know, two contractors in the local area. What's it going to cost? You know, I want to switch this out. They're like, ma'am, why do you want to switch out from gas to natural? That's a lot of work, a lot of mess to clean up. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, we clean it up. He goes, today, gas fireplaces are very popular because no one wants to deal with the mess. I'm like, Dude. I pick up messes every day, Uh, you know, put it in the freaking natural fireplace. I want to relax and hear my cracks snap, pop and listen, listen to the fire and smell it and relax with my family. I found that interesting. Here you get a contractor that's going to put in, you know, a pretty expensive renovation with brick all the way up to the ceiling. And he's trying to talk me out of what I want. Listen! <laughs> you know it's
1: so, so funny I, I, I think that and that's okay that's you're pulling a couple things here and we're gonna tie this into what was what you do actually one mm-hmm. of which is I was one of those pe- people that went old school gas fireplace or old school fireplace to a, a gas fireplace largely because I wasn't the one cleaning the fireplace all the time so my partner made the decision he's like no we're done <laughs> and uh, and he doesn't even care to turn the fireplace on in Texas you typically don't need it but I will say, Thank you, ERCOT in Texas, for being incredibly incompetent that we have needed to use that gas fireplace, that fireplace on the fly, and thank goodness we had that because there's no way we had enough wood to keep us warm because we were affected and we literally had no power and um, it, it was it was cold, you guys, for Texas, especially us not used to it. So yeah. I will say the one positive thing was that gas saved our necks. So. I will there say that, go. Deb, but I love what you're saying because here's the deal. <clears throat> Just because the contractor has advisement for you, you can still make your own decisions and you have your reasoning behind it. As long as you're educated, you know what's up, what you're up for, then roll with it, right? So when you advise these people like myself, fresh out of corporate America, and I'm like, F this, I'm doing something different. I want to do something for myself. Or you mm-hmm. are working with someone that's brand new in general and, and they want to start their own business, invest in others, whatever. Do you find yourself having to be that contractor saying, hey, that's great. You're thinking this, but let's, let's, let's make sure you know your why you're doing this. I mean, how mm. hard is that? Cause that's gotta be, cause it's money. You're talking about someone's money. Mm.
0: Yeah. I have so much to say. I have to pause here and think about it. Um, you know, passion and fire in the belly to exit corporate America is, is exponential out there today. Um, I think what is most important is to speak with professionals that have your best interest at hand and will really share with you. What is that acquiring a small business? What does it look like and what does it feel like? Um, as you brought this up, Sia, because the underwriter is going to interview the buyer of the business that's going to take on this loan that the business is going to pay for. If you don't have passion in the belly, and if you don't have that fire and and, and we don't feel it when we're talking with you, we're we're it's not in your best interest to move forward yet. I mean, you know, now listen, I want to be positive because leaving corporate America to take over a profitable business that's doing well and it's cash flowing, that's a freaking promotion. You know, there are a lot of people out there that are not getting promoted because, you know, the lineup of, people that should get promoted as hot and heavy or, or, you know, politics, you name it. So sometimes you just got to freaking stand up. Like the quote we talked about earlier in this um, show, fear, you know, go and get what you want, but make sure you have the freaking fire in the belly to do it. And you're talking to the right professionals that have your best interests at hand, Because if you're talking to someone that is maybe it's the seller and he's selling his business, he is going to tell you everything he wants you to hear because he wants to retire and get out. Or the person selling the business, they're going to tell you everything they want you to hear because when that's sold, they're going to earn a paycheck. Darn it all. We got to talk to the right people that are going to explain to you this is the process. This is what it looks like. And this is how your future will be. Now, it will be good, but there's a lot of hard work behind it all. And make sure the right professionals that have your best interest at hand are on your side. Okay, I'm going to get off my chair now.
1: No, because you know why (laughs) this feeds into why I love you so much? Because you do. I mean, there's so many things we could talk about here. So obviously, you're you I called you an expert extraordinary because you really are, but you're really passionate. And so, Mike, SPN, okay, just make it everyone go to SPN, okay, Service Professional Network yeah, yeah. and join. But here's the thing, that passion, that fire in the belly, right? I feel like you have to have that. It is an it is a required ingredient if you going if you're going to go into business on your own, mm-hmm. whether it is partnership or whatever, or you're investing into an existing business that has proven track record, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have passion for it. Otherwise, <clears throat> it's just not going to happen. I mean, yeah. because if if you can't muster the energy and the the oomph mm-hmm. to m- fuel the team, the yeah. team is just going to run on empty.
0: I have to tell you a quick story, Sia, about this passion in the belly. So when when, when I talk with folks that want to exit corporate America, you know, I coach them. I mentor them. You know, I do everything I can to make it a successful transition and a successful loan closing to the end. So I tell them everything we need to do. So as I mentioned just before, you got to have the passion in the belly and you're going to be interviewed by the underwriter and such. I had a buyer recently. um, This was last year. He got it. I thought he got it. And the interview was set. I'm not part of the interview. You know, they want to protect the interests and make sure I'm not this sales girl. That's just pushing a sale on somebody that doesn't make sense. So my chief of credit interviewed the buyer. And then he calls me after the interview. He's like, Deb, he goes, this, this buyer, he goes, I don't see the fire in the belly. He, he said that during mm-hmm. the zoom meeting, it looked like he just got out of bed. His hair was a mess. His wife was in the background yelling and screaming, take out the garbage. And, you know, you know, shit like that. And it's like, it's exactly what you don't want to do. You can't have distractions. So you got to set yourself up and make sure that fire in the belly is there and that this is what you want. He just seemed sleepy and was distracted. So guess what? We character is important. If it's not there, it's not going to be a fit. See ya.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, that, okay. (laughs) Wow, what a bad sign! I mean, literally, if you can't muster the energy to get your spouse to not yell at you of take out the trash or move around yeah. or walk around in the background, uh, yeah. that is that is such a sign. It's it's like the equivalent of like signing a five year contract for the gym on December thirty first and then never showing up. <clears throat> I may or may not have done that before. <laughs> right? You have to you have to know why you're doing it. Otherwise, you're not going to do it. You're just not going to do it. Uh-huh. We're humans. We're not robots. And, you know, yeah. Lori, for adding that is like, if if you can't give the lender assurances that their money is in safe hands, like, dude, oh my right. gosh, I'm going to give money to my five-year-old niece and nephew and tell them, you know, save it for three hours, but
0: stand in front of a candy store.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: so here, here's what, here's what, here's what Deb Curtis does, because, you know, I always say I'm a rebel with a cause. That's, that's who I am do you think I was going to hide the fact that why we weren't doing the loan and not tell him the reason why I had to be honest with him? I am honest with people. And there were two guys, it was two best friends buying this business. And I flat out told them, you can't show up to an underwriter interview looking like you just got out of bed with your wife and kids screaming in the background. It it just shows you you're lacking focus. So, um, if I don't be honest with people and help educate them to get them to the next level, I'm in the wrong industry. You know, uh, um, you, you have to, isn't that true, Sia? You have to be honest with people and share mistakes. I make mistakes. Tell me what the hell I'm doing wrong. And if I make a mistake with you, the buyer, I'm going to tell you, or you, the broker, I'm going to tell you I screwed up. And, you know, here's my solution. So I, I believe that's how we get better as a community um, by helping one another rise above and fix what we've done wrong in the past.
1: Oh, I love it. H- holding yourself accountable because that means you will hold yourself accountable for the business itself because there's so much to be held accountable for in business, yes, right? And you're right, uh, you're right man. ooh wee, ooh wee, ooh wee, ooh <laughs> wee. Because that's, I just that one example you set was I can hear him say, Oh, my dog is sick. My baby's sick. My yeah. wife is upset. I could just I could already hear the excuses coming out of them. And I know between Lori and Mike, um gosh, um there's I, I could hear you guys post like like uh I could read their comments. Oh my God, I'm speaking English, you guys. <clears throat> but yeah. There's no reason to get in a business, Mike, 100%. And I know Mike's been burnt with partners in the past, so that's a life lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, Lori, you're right. You wouldn't show up to a job interview <clears throat> interview acting like that. But here's the funny part. I need someone that does, hey, SPN crew, I need someone that does a lot more like recruiting or guidance on recruiting and interviewing because, <clears throat> Lori, um, yeah. I have seen people show up like looking barely bathed. Now, granted, I'm not the interviewer. Actually, no, when I was interviewing back in the... Well, let's just say back in the day, Mm -hmm. I saw people were showing up in like t-shirt and ripped jeans. And I'm like, you realize this is a security sales job, right? (laughs) Cybersecurity. It's like, I get it. You, you'd think that it's a hipster Silicon Valley vibe, but you're in sales. Know your role, you know, unless your name is Mark Zuckerberg. I'm sorry. There's no, you know, show up in the t-shirt and jeans. I'm just saying, just saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I you know, I, I want people to know I don't want to scare them off from wanting to buy a business because I'll coach them and I'll teach them, you know, your business plan, your projections. What do you say? What do you look for? Because sometimes, you know, they don't know everything. And I'm the kind of direct lender that will um, take it a step further where there are transactional SBA lenders. Here's your application package. Fill it out. Turn it into me. I'll let you know if you're approved. No, 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 no. That's not what I do. Here's how you fill out your application package. And if you send it to me and you didn't listen well, which happens, I'm going to ship it back to you. Yep. Ship it back to you till you get it right because your business ownership depends on it. And Mm -hmm. don't give me shit that you don't have time because if that's your answer, you ain't buying a business.
1: Can I just tell you? You said something that totally resonated with me, and I, I like everyone loves you, girl. Like I'm seeing like lots of comments on you on here. This is like uh-huh. <clears throat> why I love Deb building a better community by honesty and accountability. Can I just tell you? I almost didn't graduate college because um, <laughs> apparently I get a phone call, and mind you, phone call. Okay, this was before the 2000s uh, from my counselor. And he goes, hey, Sia, did you want to graduate? And I'm like, yeah, of course I want to graduate. And he goes, hey, did you know that the graduate application is two-sided? And I was like, oh, oh. And he's like, yeah, you need to fill out the backside of these forms.
0: There you go. So, so thank you
1: for uh, mentioning the forms. You made me laugh because, yeah, that is something that I, I, I someone like you, mm-hmm. I need in my life. So these I love this. Dumb.
0: These are government forms, see it too. I mean, heck, it, it it takes us a while to understand them, and we know the government likes to change shit all the time. So, what the oh, hell yeah. is this question now all about? Um, but I help with that. Um, you know that that's what buyers need is a lender that's going to walk them through and be with them through the whole freaking process and and fix things and change things and revise. My favorite word of the year is pivot. Pivot as needed to get shit done. Ah,
1: yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I, I love these comments are going back and forth here. And I am just like I'm trying to like catch up on it. But um, uh, let's see, Mike says like people do that too. It's so weird. Like you want to buy a business but can't find the time to take the steps you need to take. <clears throat> uh, that goes with people also looking for jobs. Like so yeah. I volunteer to help people find jobs in cybersecurity or at least make introductions. Right. That's my that's my paying it forward, if you will. And I can't believe how people don't even take the time to even try to like muster the extra energy to be like, hey, thanks for forwarding my resume. And you look at the resume and you're like, this is like bullet point of like three words. Like, what is this? Like, it's crazy. People aren't helping themselves. So this reminds me of a post that you just did recently. And I want to share it if you guys don't mind. And uh, excuse me, Um, let's see if I can get this going and hopefully it doesn't blow up on me, but Does this sound familiar to you, Deb? Hmm. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, yes. We shall play you.
0: Have you ever heard the phrase, I'll get to it later? The more crap comments you receive from the business seller or the business listing broker, the more your change of ownership finance transaction is going to smell like fish. Take it from me the direct SBA business acquisition preferred lender who's been supporting these transactions in all 50 states for many Love years. It. A recent business acquisition loan of mine, I've been working on, the seller's business broker promised the 2018 business tax returns would be handed in to the buyer and I over 60 days ago. And we're still Whoa. asking for that copy. Now, the still loan-
1: are Okay, can I just tell you right there? 60 days later, you're still effing waiting for it. Like that is to me, pure insanity, like just just pure insanity. And if I were you, I'd be like, okay, you're not serious. We're not doing, I would just
0: move on. And um, let me, let me just say, there are a lot of business, businesses for sale on the market listed, you know, I'm not here to, to rip on anybody by any means, but there are a lot of businesses for sale on the market that are not sellable. And we're wasting our time on them. And and it's the broker's responsibility to vet all of that stuff that needs to be provided to the buyer and the lender. It's called due diligence. And if Mm. you don't have that shit up front when it's asked for, and you tell me you'll get it to me, and I trust you because I've worked with you before, guess what, people? And I know Mike from SBN knows this. Trust but always verify. So, that's why I want buyers to work with me because there is shit out there that happens. I'm a rebel with the freaking cause. I I'm, I don't take that crap. I have I had to sharpen up my edge. Thank you Mike from SBN because people just want to pull shit over your eyes and push things at you and I don't know if it's because I'm a girl. I got this nice little headband don't mess with me. I'm a rebel with the cause. We're going to make this transaction happen. And if you can't provide the stuff that we need so my SBA underwriter can approve it and I feel comfortable and can sleep at night so you can pay your business loan, that's what I'm looking for. And if you can't provide it, we're moving on. I love it. I love it because you know what? I I think at some times, and this is a
1: natural mistake that most entrepreneurs will make, right? Is like, oh, my God, I need that business, especially when you're starting out. I'm just going to work it. I'm going to work it and I work it. And but this is also sales advice, too, for anyone that's going into in sales. Sometimes you have to cut it off. Sometimes you just yeah. have to make that decision to say you're not ready. And I, though it's going to make my number for the quarter, it, how real is it? Um, so for those that know uh, or are in sales or have done sales, um, they ask you to do probabilities. So, what's the probability of something closing? What's the sales cycle? What's the timeline, mm-hmm. et cetera, right? So, right. <clears throat> anyone that has a CRM, Siebel, sorry, oh, not Siebel. Oh my God, I just dated mm-hmm. myself, Salesforce, et cetera. <laughs> right. um, it's torture for salespeople because you do have to honestly assess it. This might be a multi million dollar deal, but if the probability is 20%, is it you're really so, an opportunity? You're so damn right? on
0: it. Yeah. That's, you're so damn on it because we have, we have company pipelines of all of us front end SBA lenders that same thing, you know, is this going to be a loan or is it not? I am so, uh, cautious to put anything in my pipeline until I know without a doubt it's going to go through. I ain't putting any, anything in there that I'm still waiting for something. And I, I got burned by this business broker. I've worked with him in the past that this, and I can't blame him because it could be the seller promised the return. That kind of stuff. If it's not there, I'm not moving forward. Um, yeah. And if you, if you're a business buyer and you're working with a lender that's just pushing shit through the underwriting, I, there are loans on hold in our pipeline for months because stuff wasn't produced. Why are we wasting time, people? Just move on, right? See ya. Yeah. Move no. on. Move on. Let it go. Let it go. I knew you can hit
1: the notes, go do it, do it. I'm kidding. So, okay. So Deb, we've been talking so much like uh, nuts and bolts, but I I just love the way that you've shaped this, the way you're just like, I, I just love the way you, it's like coaching someone to say, look, I get that you're interested. You're my client. We're going to work with you and, 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 and figure this out. But man alive, I can't feel, but help. I can't help but feel that. Do you find yourself doing more counseling? Like, like, like life counseling with these folks
0: than anything? Uh, yes. And, and <laughs> you are so right. I absolutely. Um, <laughs> generally what happens, my buyer, my borrower, and I end up having a really lifetime relationship because I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. If I got stuff going wrong in my life and my business brokers that are close to me that I trust, they know it too. I will call out, you know, what's going on in my life. And when I do that and when I'm vulnerable and I'm authentic, guess what? My, my, my clients trust me. My business brokers trust me. You can't find that. I mean, I mean, who takes ownership and will vocally say when they made a mistake in sales, it's very rare. I don't goat about anything. I don't boast. I'm humble and I'm passionate to help others. And, if there's something personal going on in their life, they'll tell me. So that, that's, to me, that's just, I don't know. I just, I love people. And when they finally recognize I'm on their side, we just, good stuff happens.
1: I love that. And I think there's, I think there's something very truthful to that, right? When you are engaged in such a personal, I mean, you are really engaged in something very personal, right? Money, Mm -hmm. right? And people, get really weird around that stuff. And you know what? I have to post this one because I thought it was really good is uh, Mike. You said, oops, let me talk. I gotta get, I gotta get in the habit of like doing this like in timely manner, but I feel like most high level people do a lot of counseling. I think that's a high EQ uh, situation. I think understanding that as an entrepreneur, as you become more successful in your journey, that you realize how messed up you probably are. Thank you, mom and dad and family members, siblings, sisters, Two mm-hmm. in particular, I mean, but I do think there is a high e q component to, which I think you are touching on it, and because you're on that early stage, I imagine you you're seeing that full gambit of individuals that might be more ready than others, so mm-hmm. I know you're kick a kick I don't know why I'm not swearing as much kick ass booty person, so. <laughs> We've talked so much about, you know, your passion and we see that some of the mistakes, pitfalls, the when to walk away, you know, mm-hmm. what's his name? Kenny Rogers, when to hold and when to fold them kind yeah. of thing. So mm-hmm. here's something that I want to kind of like wrap up with because we're running longer a little bit. And I, I'm trying mm-hmm. to respect everyone's time that's listening. Sorry, guys. I'd say 30 minutes, but I kind of fib on that. It's 30 ish. <laughs> you sing, honey. I got to ask you, how long have you been singing
0: for? Oh my gosh. Since I was a kid. Um, I love, I love, I've been in bands. Um, I am kind of in a little bit retirement mode right now, but a lot of my, uh, former musicians that are still out there playing, they keep asking me to come back. So you never know. We're never, we're never too old to have fun. That's the way I look at it.
1: I think everything in life is you find the fun. Uh, you know what it reminds me of? Now I've got this other song in my head, which is from Monty Python, uh, Life of Brian. Look on the bright side of life. <laughs> now, granted, it's not the, <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's a great song, but uh, it is true though, because everything that we do, it's probably going to be a relative shit show, but if you can find the positivity in it, it's going to make that journey a little bit more pleasant, right? It's going to add a little bit more cushion. So you're, when you're stepping on those sharp rocks and Legos, it's, it's painful, but it's not, not endurable, if that makes sense. That's Deb, right. I love you so much. I'm so glad you realize we've never talked before.
0: I know. I, I just feel right at home with you, Sia. You oh, are the bomb. Thanks, Com. Uh, Well, I, like I said, everyone should I'm check out Dallas. I'm moving to Dallas. That's what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> or just come and visit. We've got tons That's of room right. here, just me <laughs> and my boyfriend. But you are such a rock star, and I really appreciate you. everyone. If you want to get to know Deb outside of this show, although you should just play it on repeat over and over again, remember (laughs) to like and subscribe on YouTube and uh, all your favorite podcast players. Smash that like button. I'm kidding. I've been watching way too much Johnny Depp and Amber Heard videos, so (laughs) smash that like button. Anyway, send me super chats. I don't even know what those mean. Anyway, so I guess I don't get enough followers to get any super chats. But anyway... (laughs) I do highly encourage everyone go to Deb's LinkedIn. Okay. Deb Curtis, right. LinkedIn. You could definitely find her. I will put her uh LinkedIn on a uh, show notes, yeah. but you. you guys, her videos, her snippets, they're not long. They're not over 30 minutes. They're like two minutes long, wonderful, impactful, impactful messages. And you just scroll through all of it. And Deb, I hope you're housing it somewhere. So it's easier to find your website, your um, YouTube. You should definitely do a YouTube shorts video. I mean, it's perfect. You guys, I, I can't tell you all my friends in corporate who are looking for that second career because we're getting booted out anyway. That's um, right. You should definitely look. Absolutely look. Good. Great resignation, my ass. This is there a lot of people in their mid 40s getting kicked out because they're too expensive and the cost of healthcare is too much? I could wow. totally keep talking. I'm know, with you. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. It's happening and I need to stop myself uh very quickly. Everyone, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Deb. Any last parting words of wisdom that we just need to remember for today?
0: Be authentic and live, and don't let others tell you what they think. Listen to your own heart.
1: I love it. But do your due diligence, especially if you're going to do investment into a business.
0: Yeah, trust but verify. (laughs) Trust but verify. Exactly.
1: All right. So, Deb, I love you. So I do have some housekeeping okay, love things you real too. quick. So if you can hang tight a little bit, I do want to talk about guys real quick here. Um, shout out again, as everyone knows, I am the Dallas chair for global leaders organization uh, with my business partner, Aaron Greger. We are committed to content, community commerce, capital. Again, if you're looking for access to capital folks like Deb, for example, are really good to help and uh, help you along that journey. You don't have to do it yourself rely on community to help you answer the answer the questions that you have. So you don't make the same mistakes. People are here to uplift you. And of course, shout out to service Pro- uh, professionals network. So Mike o- O'Connor, another great organization, a lot of virtual, uh, global leaders organization, uh, at least for my self-interest, Dallas folks, you've got local people to connect with as well as global folks to connect with. And of course, I am the co-founder with my partner, Aaron, Innovation Media Enterprises. We do podcast consulting, strategy, production, marketing. Everyone has a story to tell. Do it with a podcast. I assure you, you can get most bang for your buck as a marketing tool. Talk to me if you want to learn more. And on that note, Deb, thank you so much for joining us. And I cannot, you need to come back so we can do a part two. Are you cool with that? I am cool with that, baby. More power to all of us that are out there hustling and making it our own. And on that note, guys, we can do it and have a great rest of the week. I will see you next week. Yeah. Like and and subscribe and smash all that stuff and like (laughs) super all that stuff. At any rate. I love you. See ya. Love you too, girl. Thanks for joining us, guys. See ya later.